We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Someone John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Triple in for Chuckery. Sports Radio 1990 game. Home of the Atlanta Hawks, Braves, Land United, the whole thing. Pretty good weekend of football. So weird seeing a playoff game on a Monday night, but it was super wild card weekend, though. So if it's a super weekend, that means we have to have a playoff game on Monday because, you know, the weekend was super. Not so super for the Chargers, though. Wow. Leading 27-7. I'm going to tell you. Jacksonville scoring that touchdown before the half minute, everything. That was like when uh, Georgia kicked a field goal, and they're seemingly almost out of it against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. And I remember that moment they kicked, what, a 55-yarder, I think. I think it was Rodrigo kicked it, Blankenship. I said, watch, that's going to that's gonna vault Georgia in this ballgame, and, and it certainly did. Same thing happened. And credit Trevor Lawrence. I mean, his, his first playoff game, and you could say that, for a second, the lights were too bright. Throws four first-half interceptions, but calm down. Doug Peterson just basically told him, dude, just play. Relax. Just play. And he did. He played very well. And I think if he goes on to have this really great career, wins a couple of Super Bowls, he's going to look back. You know, I think it was uh, – Back on January 14th of uh, 2023, when I really crapped the bed in the first half against the Chargers, then we came back and won the game, and I played well in the second half. I think that's what really gave me my confidence going forward. That, that's something that can launch you right there. It doesn't always, but it certainly can. And if you're looking for something to feel good about. But as for uh, Joey Bosa of the Chargers, I guess it doesn't matter the fact that they squandered a lead He's going to blame the officials, I guess. Uh, I mean, if I say something to them, I get a $40,000 fine. But if they blow a call that ruins an entire team's season, they get to, they're probably back in the locker room after the game, like, I got that. (laughs) Yeah, got him 15 yards, what a loser. I guarantee it. That's what they're talking like in the back. Um, Whatever, power trip. Um, I'm sick of those people and I'm just about my third F-bomb so far. Sorry, but man, oof. You know, I, I can see how I, I, I know what a play he's talking about. You can say that's a key play that really t- tipped the scales, but you squandered a big lead. Uh, Joey, why weren't you 
putting Trevor Lawrence on the ground consistently in the second half. And I understand your frustration. I do. Because we've seen some horrible officiating. Just blown call after blown call. And this from a league that took a decade and a half to, to find what an actual catch was. But he was frustrated. I'm not going to rip at him too much, though. As for the Bengals, I'll tell you, Huntley played pretty well for the Ravens. They didn't have Lamar Jackson. He played with a lot of guts. You could say maybe made a rookie mistake that led to one of the most now iconic plays in uh, Cincinnati Bengal history. Third down and goal from the one. Huntley sticks the ball out. The Bengals have (laughs) the ball. They are running it back. (laughs) Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens, 40, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Bengals. Tyler Huntley tried to extend the ball over the goal line. It got poked away. Sam Hubbard scooped it up and ran the length of the field for a go-ahead Bengals touchdown. And Huntley was trying to uh, quarterback sneak it and stretch the ball out. Where were they, like the nine-yard line? <laughs> I mean, it's what were you thinking? And you saw it with Skylar Thompson, too, in that Dolphins game. We'll get to that in a minute, though. But as for the uh, 49ers and Seahawks, that, that wasn't really close. But... um. Geno Smith, is he comeback player of the year? Does he get a comeback player? He never really went away, right? He's just kind of been bouncing around, a bit of a journeyman here and there. But here's Pete Carroll and uh, Geno Smith returning or not to Seattle. Have you guys started those conversations with him about returning next year? There's been the preliminary, you know, the setups and stuff, knowing that there's a time frame and all that. And, um, but we're not, not steeped in it at all yet. And, uh, you know, it was yesterday or something. You know? It was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> as so, soon as the game ends. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> but, but we're, we're on our way. And, we, you know, feel assured that John's all over it. He, he, he's got it going. Do they bring him back? I, well, he helped to get to the damn playoffs, didn't he? I mean, I, he didn't. Leads you to a playoff victory, per se, but, you know, is it all his fault necessarily? But, anywho, speaking of, uh, let's keep going on the playoffs. As far as the uh, Bills and Dolphins, I got to give the Dolphins a lot of credit. I thought this would be a route on, on the other day. I thought it would be a route, and I think the Dolphins were missing 10 starters or something crazy like that. And uh, I know, um, Dylan, we were making fun of uh, Skylar Thompson saying he sounds like a point guard at UConn under Geno Arama. Sounds like a chick. The gymnast at LSU played pretty well, but you can just tell just a lot of inexperience. He doesn't really have much of an arm, but he, he was a gamer. He went out there, and they gave Buffalo everything they could handle. And here, here's, uh, here's Josh Allen not making any excuses, no apologies, because, hey, they advance. At the end of the day, that's, that's all that matters is winning the football game. Um, if it's by one, it's by 100, and... Again, these are one-week seasons from here on out. Everything you got, it's, it's uh, like I said, winter go home. Everybody, everybody's criticizing Mike McDaniels about not really being able to get that uh, fourth, play, fourth down play call in there. And um, Who was it? Dan Orlovsky actually brought up a good point about how hectic that moment can be and all the nuance associated with it. But I, I still think, you know, you still got to prepare for every contingency, right? And you know you could be faced with a key fourth down situation that could, if you convert it, can help you win the game. But if you don't convert it, you're going to lose the game. So it seems like 
that's some contingency that would be rehearsed, game plan, drilled into the head of uh, your offensive line and your quarterback and all your skill players, but not the case. But um, as far as Tua, and I really think this, I really think he should retire. I think, I mean, three concussions this year at least, right, at least. We had one where he, he went out of the game. He clearly was concussed. And, nah, nothing to see. He's fine. It's fine. Eh, a little blood from the ear. It's okay to bleed from the ears. Nothing wrong with that. But that's scary. And I, I worry about the fact, and I've said this before, I mean, Tua's got enough money now, I would think. And I know he wants to play. He's a competitor. But, man, you got to think about your 40, 50 years after football. And there are so many people – and what I hear from a lot of old people that uh, really are suffering physically, I wish I'd have taken better care of myself, this, that, and the other. When your health goes, everything you take for granted, getting up and walking to the mailbox, because, yes, we still get mail. That's a, that's a burden for a lot of people, right? Sitting on the can, you know, unless you get one of them high toilets. That's a little bit easier. But things you take for granted like that, it's just uh, it's crazy. But here's Mike McDaniels. uh Tua's still the leader. How I feel about Tua, and um, that that hasn't changed at all. And I think we all see him as the leader of this team. And if you know when it's appropriate for him um, to lead the team, and we'll jump on that opportunity. It's a um, he's a, a great player with only the only improvement in front of him as well. You know, we're talking about a 24 year old quarterback that you know I think when I signed up for this job I spent six months trying to convince people that he was good that's right brah brah he's a great quarterback did you see him ripping vapes on the sideline yes he did look it up man he was vaping on the yes, sideline Mike McDaniel snuck a little he's hitting some vapes on the sideline. what it, a it's millennial so, it's so obvious and it's so hilarious. Not him vaping on the sideline. Totally vaped on the sideline, dude. That's such a millennial move. That's <sighs> hilarious. I know. I wonder what kind of was it, a strawberry kush? I don't know what it was. Yes, look it up, though, and you out there look it up, too. Look up Mike McDaniels ripping vapes during the, during the ball game. Yeah, look it up. I want to see your reaction to it. You're just going to burst out laughing. <laughs> but uh, the fact that we had to watch the Buccaneers in the playoffs – I almost believe, is it time? It's, it's got to be time to just reset the playoffs and how, how it's seeded and who actually gets in. Maybe do away with divisions because there's no reason. Just because you win the NFC South, which is abysmal, you should be in the playoffs. And the Buccaneers were embarrassing. Did you just see it? Isn't that hilarious? Wasn't it obvious? What he he was not. He, you know, he was trying so hard to be subtle like he – he inched it up to his mouth. He inched it up, up to his mouth. Like, yeah, like he, he he had like he had he was acting like he had a hand on his chin. Then he put it up to his yes, lip. Yes, and then he, and then totally he, you, you could just tell he perked the way he perked his lip. You were totally <laughs> dragging a vape. Mike McDaniel, come on, be a little more subtle. That's, like, that's awesome, Goodness, bro. because you were he was you could tell he was trying so hard to be so subtle and so smooth with it. He was not smooth at all. Do you think it's tobacco? Oh, the way he probably. talks. The way he talks, brah. Yeah, bro. I bruh. know, bro. I got that good strawberry cushion there, bro. <laughs> I just needed a little something to take the edge off, bro. <laughs> he ate five bags of Lay's potato chips after the game. That should lead you to believe. But watching the Buccaneers, like, why was any team from the NFC South allowed in the playoffs? Him as the leader of this team. and. 
I'll tell you this, Dak Prescott has been awful. What, he missed five games, still led the NFL in interceptions, but last night he was locked in. I promise you. Second down, snap back. Well protected. Now he escapes out to his left. Good block, Tyler Smith. Pumps, throws it in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Dalton Schultz for the second time tonight. They look great. And Brett Mayer, the kicker, bless his heart. I mean, that's – and I just knew he's going to miss that uh, fourth one too. You knew he was. You just knew it. He just had that look. He was shook. He was shook. And everybody's saying kickers. I, I immediately went to Mark Zeno's Twitter feed, by the way. I, I, I knew he was going to say kickers. <laughs> but, you know, when you have only one job like that, well, sometimes that one job, that's all you're thinking about, right? And he just could not handle that. And he's only missed four of those in the past six years, I believe. So we have, we have intruders. We have trespassers in our who – are, who are – are they armed? Did I say something? They're, they're not armed. They are, they are friendly people. One is Christian Vang, our, our great engineer. And, oh, okay. And I, I think the other one is a, is a companion of his. I'm not exactly sure who it is. I don't know who he is by name. But they are, they are friendly people. So wonder, we, are, we are not in danger, Rob Triple. I wonder if they struck out at the bar downstairs. Let's go check out the stage. There ain't no chicks. There ain't no action here. <laughs> Let me show you where I work, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> uh, after the game. Tom Brady, was this the last time we have to ever have to look at him or see him in a post-game podium? You know, we lost tonight. It was, it's a team sport, so never considered any individual things like that. You know, obviously we came up short as a team, and that's really all that matters. That's all I've really cared about was team success and you know, how well we did as a team and how well we performed under pressure, and tonight was obviously not one of our best nights. What, have they scored 24 points or more once this season or maybe twice? That's how god-awful. And I thought when they got Ryan Jensen to center back, I knew that was a huge loss for them in training camp because where's Tom Brady most vulnerable? Up the middle. You come at him up the middle, you come at him from the side, he can, he can step up in the pocket and, and destroy you. But I don't know if he's coming back or not. I, I have no idea. Don't care. Don't care. God bless you. Go go date your hot supermodels and young actresses and, and just uh, wallow in that shallow lifestyle and you're – Castle with a moat around it. Well, let's, uh, let's see what Todd Bowles have to say about the notion of whether or not number 12 is going to, should he stay or should he go? Well, man, we'll sit down and have a conversation, and we'll talk about it at that time. So, you know, it's not anything publicly that needs to be said at this time. Well, okay. Fine. <laughs> there you have it. How about the NFC East, though? Good Lord. Three teams advancing for the first time since, what, 97. That's, uh, and then you have our division, which Falcons should have won if it wasn't for that one. Don't don't even get, don't get me started. I'm just going to go start getting mad again. It's the NFC least no more, Rob Tribble. The NFC least no more. It's the NFC more. (laughs) Hey, let's come back. Talk about the Falcons' future, which I think is very bright, by the way. You know why? Because Nick Ressler ain't running it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. All right, those of you suffering from magical thinking, can you knock off the Lamar Jackson to the Falcons nonsense? I guess anything's possible. Triple in for Chuckery, by the way. He's going to be back on Friday after the Hawks game. But that just seems so cost prohibitive. And number one, my big issue with that is I worry about guys that are mobile like that. And he's a smallish guy. How much? How often is he going to be injured now? I worry about that. Yeah, when he's when he's playing, it'll be must see TV, and he can electrify a building certainly. But at what cost? I mean, you have to pay the the gross national product of a third-world country just to get him in here, I think. And we know this team has extreme needs. And through hook or crook, criticize Dean Pease all you want, who retired, but he somehow schemed that defense to where they were pretty formidable towards the end of the season, giving up less than 20 points on several occasions. You can say that's a product of playing trash quarterbacks or limited offenses. They still did it, you know, they did it. But there are some, some significant issues on that defense. There are needs everywhere. Yeah, there are some pieces now. We have Grady. And you, you have a couple of decent D linemen, certainly. But it's, 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 it's almost comical how limited they've been at getting to the quarterback and had one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, certainly, too. But certainly, with all the money the Falcons have available, we've been over this, you've heard it a thousand times, but I'm on the flagship station of the Atlanta Falcons, so we have to talk about the same thing. Just as you were bringing it up, Rob, five out of the last six games, that defense gave up 20 points or less. Thank you. Excellent work. Well, actually, less than 20 points. Right. Five out of the last six games. Didn't less they have than 20 a points. Back-to-back 19-point games, I think they lost both of them. or what? Nope, won one and lost one. Yeah, they won one and lost one, so they gave up – well, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they lost both because they gave up 19 to the Commanders, 19 to the Steelers. You lost 19-13 and 19-16 in those games. Yeah. And look at your D-line. You have some pieces. Of course, you got Grady. 
And um, what about a Timothy Horn, though? Undrafted free agent as a rookie. Certainly shows some things. Taquan Graham has a pretty significant injury, though, but certainly looked like a pretty good player. But you've got to. Abdullah Anderson was a nice yes, piece on the was. inside, too. Yes, he was. And uh, for some reason, he disappeared and didn't even make the initial roster when he relegated to the practice squad, I think. And they called him up, and you heard his name every once in a while, but not quite formidable enough. Those are depth pieces. Those are not your starters. Those are depth pieces. Valuable ones, there's value there. But this draft coming up is pretty deep with D-linemen. I mean, there's two up at Clemson, let alone. I think a kid out at uh, Texas Tech, I believe. Got some edge guys, too, all over the place in this draft. So this shouldn't be hard to do. Richie Grant looked pretty good at safety, certainly, but you got other bit pieces. You got to upgrade there. Cornerback, you need a, a book in with A.J. Terrell. We know all this. Supplement that offensive line. You're going to need another receiver, too, maybe. Maybe not, though. I still wonder, what happened to Demir Bird? Where is he? Is he where Jimmy Hoffa is? I mean, where is he? I don't know. I, I think you need another receiver. I, I, wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable going into the season with just Demir Bird, Alameda Zacchaeus, and Drake London right. as your true right. receivers. I think you need another one. Oh, I agree with that. I was just wondering what happened to him, though. And OZ and was pretty dependable, ball. though. Very stable. Oh, I like OZ. Four. Yeah, very much. He's a, he's a consummate pro. Uh, outside linebackers a need, certainly. I mean, there's needs all over the place. Like I said, cornerback. Offensive line, got to supplement it up the middle, certainly. You've got a Pro Bowl guard, but your other guard position, your center, leaves a lot to be desired. And Jake Matthews, how long can he stay at left tackle? I mean, we're getting close to – Can you, how, is this eighth year? I think he's still good for another three years, though. I guess it's not time to worry about that yet. But you have to supplement, and like I said, ideally for me, there's some value out there in free agency for a center and a guard. And maybe you can draft. But a lot of mock drafts have the Falcons going O-line with their top pick. I hope they don't. But I could be wrong. doesn't mean that there's trash. I mean, I'd be contradicting myself because I talk about how there's value throughout the draft. If you're drafted in the first three rounds of the NFL, you were supposed to be a starter. How many years for Jake? Next year will be year 10. Year 10. So this right. was year 9. All right. There you go. And he's been pretty healthy, too. Very durable. He, he hasn't been quite what you thought he would be when you drafted him, but he's been there, and he's been pretty good. Actually, Jake Matthews has not missed a game in his career. At all. Not, not at something all. something to say. He's In his rookie year, he played. He started 15. Uh, he started all 15 games that he played in, so he didn't play in one, but he must have been inactive because it says 15 out of 15. Yep. But other than that, it's 16 out of 16, and the last two years, 17 out of 17. Hmm. Well, there you go. So I, I, I want veterans on the O-line, and then you draft on defense. Get those guys. I don't, I don't care what your scheme is. Just get those guys. Just get those guys. I like Ritter at quarterback. I do. And I just don't feel the need to go out and mortgage your future for that. It sounds sexy, and it's, it's fun to think about and imagine what he would be like in a Falcons uniform and all the electric plays he could be responsible for. But you're also going to have to imagine in the future – well, he's going to miss four games. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I'm starting to get at with him. And then you basically circle back to the point where 
you were at where you went with Matt Ryan, where okay, you have you have a you have a good quarterback, you have a yep. great quarterback, and you have some pieces, but you're always going to have holes because you're going to have those cap restrictions. Right there, you go, there you go. And it's like, wow, wouldn't it be nice to? And and Matt Ryan did his part by restructuring his deal, and that's why we got into the salary cap hell because he can restructure it, but you're kicking the can down the road, and that money's going to come due. And people resented Matt Ryan. Well, if you weren't paying him that much, dude, he deferred a lot of his money to later in the deal to open up space to bring in guys. But why put that albatross over you to begin with, where you inevitably have to do pay the pauper? I just think uh, Ritter could be good enough. He could be just fine. Not a liability either. He could have those games. I think he's going to have those games where he goes off. I think he's capable of that. It's just not going to be as consistent as you would like. He's not going to be Joe Burrow. He's not going to be Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes every week. He could be Diet Dak. He could be Dak Prescott without all the turnovers, right? He could be he could be a more polished Dak Prescott, if you ask me. And Dak's pretty good. I don't think Dak is as good as people think he is or give him credit for. He's been well, wildly hell, Why don't we put Stetson on the Falcons? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you know there's a lot of people doing that, too. Put Stetson on the Falcons, big Super Bowl team. That's known the Falcons. <laughs> Hear people criticizing him for being kind of uh he acted like he didn't really want to be there. He's like, well, some stupid local reporter's trying to talk to him during the parade and he's kind of preoccupied with his phone and didn't want to talk to her. And you know, so what? It's not a crime against humanity. He gave you two chips. What do you want? What's he posted to? A lot of people are giving him all sorts of grief. He's probably having to scramble to get somebody to take a shift at Raising Cane's. That's right. That's true. That's true. He's probably like, man, I forgot I had to work today. I want somebody to take my shift. I'm at this parade. And what did Anthony Bourdain, the great Anthony Bourdain, say about workers at his restaurants? It was great when they took the initiative to replace themselves. You know, I can't work. Can you do it? So that's what he's doing. There you go. There you go. That's right. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously. It's a stressful thing. It's a Trying stressful to get somebody to take your shift. I know. I wonder if that place is any good. I know they're obviously they're known for their chicken fingers. I've I've heard. I've never personally had it, but I've heard nothing else is really good besides their chicken fingers. Oh, really? It's kind yeah. of a limited thing, huh? Yeah. Interesting. I, I bet it's great if they're open late night and you've had a few. Oh, most definitely. Or if you're uh, or if you're, <laughs> or if you're the Dolphins coach ripping baits during the game, he wanted to hit that place after that. That loss to the Buffalo. Can we uh, can we drop into Athens on the charter flight on the way home? Let me uh, try that place. Him as the leader of this team, and <laughs> me and Mike Bell had a lot of had a lot of fun making fun of him. But there you have it with the Falcons. I mean, you got money to pay. You got draft picks. I think you have a solid front office from what I've seen. I mean, you can sit there and. Say things about Terry Fontenot, but he, he did what he could while being handcuffed, plastic bag over his head, duct tape ankles thrown into the Hudson River. You know, I mean, optimistic, certainly. I mean, this division, I mean, how much better are the Saints going to be next year, really? Or Tampa Bay, for that matter. I mean, are, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you afraid of Blaine Gabbert? <laughs> I mean... Tom's not going. If Tom plays again next year, he ain't going to be there. I guarantee he's going to – he's a mercenary now, big time. 
I think he, here's my prediction. He joins Sean Payton and uh, with the Raiders. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. I mean, I don't know. Matt Stafford is coming back to the Rams, though. I don't know why. What else does he have? He's already he's already Hall of Famer. Got a Super Bowl. He has great numbers, but he has suffered some bad injuries. But you know, you can't really tell a guy like that because one thing a lot of guys would also regret though is. God, I still, I still had something left in the tank, and I left. I still had something left. They, they would regret that, you know? I mean, if you want one Super Bowl, what do you want? You want another one. Speaking of the Rams, did you see people tweeting out and showing pictures of Aaron Donald's, I think it was his Twitter header, where it said former oh. Pitt defensive tackle and former uh, NFL defensive tackle. Now yeah. people are like, right, did he retire and just subliminally and announce he, he retired? Did he delete that? He deleted it too. Oh, did he? I didn't. I didn't I know. Did. I didn't see if he deleted it or not. Another. I example, believe it though. That's another example of those guys always wanting attention. Yep. They want to stay in the headlines. He knew what he was doing yeah. when he did that. LeBron was the same way. Oh, where's he going to go? Oh, so he's talked about every day. Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be talked about every day until he makes a decision. Aaron Donald's going to be talked about many days until he makes a decision. That is attention-seeking behavior. That's all that is. Because you love the glory. You love the sound of the cheers. You love being talked about. Because there's going to be a day that's going to come by you're rarely talked about. You might hear a, a passing reference about how great you once were as a player. So that's about it. You know, Sean McVay also uh, confirmed he is coming back. I think he just wants to... Um, I don't know what he wants to do. I kind of threw out this wild thing. If Arthur Smith doesn't work with the Falcons, and I hope to God he does, I like Arthur. Could you see Sean McVay, and God, he's only, what, 36, which is crazy, go to the booth for about four or five years, and if Arthur decides, well, if the Falcons decide Arthur's not the guy, Sean McVay comes home where he grew up, state football player of the year, beating out Calvin Johnson, leading Marist, the Maris School to the state championship. God, I hated Maris. One of our biggest rivals at Avenue. We cannot beat them at anything. Oh, you just hated them. They just sneered at you. They're like the Duke of our region. Oh, they just looked at you, looked down their nose at you, sneering at you. And, oh, I couldn't. I just, oh, I detest. Even to this day, I detest them. Hey, we're going to come back doing Index, one of my favorite segments, certainly. How about this? How about having to play your sport because your life depended on it? No, it really, your life really did depend on how well you played this sport. Follow us on the Odyssey app, by the way. Sports Radio, 1990 Game. John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Rob Triple filling in, but fear not, ladies and germs. Chuckery will be back Friday for an abbreviated show following the, um, Hawks Hawks Knicks game. That's a 7:30 tip. Hawks at Mavericks tomorrow, by the way. So we're gonna spend the day tomorrow doing the Luca versus Trey thing, maybe. And how likely is it that uh, Trey Young will get traded by the Hawks? More likely than you think. We'll get into that at the top of the hour. Right now, we're gonna do the index, though. 
And I tease the thing. Think about playing a sport because your life depended on it. I mean, really depended on it. The Wyoming State Penitentiary All-Stars. The year's 1910. It was a baseball team of death row inmates. They had executions delayed as long as they kept winning. And they, they won a bit, too. Then, of course, guys started getting executed. Is this where Squid Game got their inspiration from? My goodness. <laughs> well, you know, so funny, the North Atlanta Mustangs, and I think, what was his name? Don Valentine ran the North Atlanta Mustangs. And uh, when I played in college, I played, you know, you played summer ball, too. I played with them for one summer, and I missed this. I didn't get to do this, but they did it, though. I had to work or something. They played inmates at the Atlanta Penn over there in Chosewood. And every time someone hit a home run, of course, all the prisoners go, I'll go get it. I'll go get the ball. I'll go retrieve it. <laughs> True story. I didn't get to do that, though, but they played them every year. That's pretty cool, though, certainly. How many siblings do you think Dennis Rodman has? Um, I'm going to say he has five. 28. He has 28 siblings? Yes. according Like brother or sister siblings? Yeah. What? From his dad. His dad was this prolific producer. I guess so. According to Dennis Rodman's father, Dennis is one of 28 children, though Dennis has stated that he believes he's the oldest of 47 children. What? Does the man not know what causes babies? That's what I want to know. Do you know not? He must not. He must not. He must not, he must not understand the, uh, the uh, I, can't, I can't think of the term now. <laughs> Starts with an A. Starts with an A. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot the word. How about this? How about this, Dylan? 33 total complete games in 2021 in Major League Baseball. There were just 14 total in 2020. Bob Gibson, you've heard of Bob Gibson, 1968 Cardinals. He had 28 complete games, 34 starts, 28 complete games, 13 shutouts, a 112 ERA, 1968. That's why they lowered the mound, by the way, to create more offense. They thought a higher pitcher's mound, it does. It gives you a little bit more advantage, certainly. So there you go. All right. What percentage, Dylan, of people using dating apps are married? Oh, so they're currently married and they're, still using using yes, a dating app? Yes. Oh, oh, probably a lot. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with fifty six. Oh, thirty five percent. Oh, okay. The other, well, the other twenty one percent are lying. So I think you're right, actually. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. <laughs> All right, how about this one? In 1977, this urologist and artifact collector by the name of John Latimer purchased this particular artifact for $3,000, which is equivalent of $13,000 today. What do you think that artifact was? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I guarantee you'll never guess it. I just want to give you a chance. I, a dinosaur fossil? I don't know. I know that's not what it is. but Na Napoleon's penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> Currently owned by his daughter. She passed it on to him. Oh, great. And apparently there's a reason why he has a complex. It's... <laughs> but Napoleon actually wasn't as short as you think. He was actually apparently five foot seven. It's not terrible. That's not terrible. 
No, so no. He's like the he's like the height of most Hollywood actors. Right. I mean, Stallone. I think it's Stallone is actually five six. Tom Cruise five seven. Short. Yep, short dudes. So yep, paid three thousand dollars for um Napoleon's penis. Yep. All right, 2016. Here's another one you'll never guess. This particular artist in 2016 sold more CDs than Rihanna, Beyonce, Drake at all. Name all, anyone you think. This particular artist did, sold more than all of them. Was it the dude who made Gondam Style? No. <laughs> That's a great guess, though, actually. <laughs> I don't even know where you dropped that. Mozart. Mozart? Mozart, yes. What? In 2016, Mozart sold more CDs than Rihanna and Beyonce. They released a 200-disc collection of Mozart's entire catalog, and it cost like 300 bucks, something like that. Outsold Beyonce and Rihanna. Probably because all the band teachers bought it to play uh, for their students. Be, but I don't know. <laughs> classical music ain't terrible. And by the yeah. way, if it wasn't for uh, certain types of classical music, we would not have heavy metal today. Really? Yes. Look up the uh, – if you ever have time, look up the origins of heavy metal as it pertains to uh, – some of your more there's a lot of classical music that's pretty dark and kind of syrupy and molasses. Yeah, yeah, that's your that's your uh, that's your inspiration for uh, classical music. Believe it or not, it is triple in for uh, Chuck. He's back on Friday after the uh, Hawks Knicks and back all next week. And I guess I'll be back out in the desert again. I don't know when I'm going to be back on the air after uh, Thursday night. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully, I'm not a weekend warrior. I spent too many years doing that. That's the worst. This is a word. I did that for like seven, eight years here. We can we cannot break through during the week. Still apparently can't. <laughs> I, I just don't want to do that. It's just awful. Because you work during the week and then you have to do a radio show and all your friends are having fun on a right. patio, beautifully. I'm sitting here talking about Nick Wrestler running running the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do that during the week. <laughs> How about this one? Vince Carter played against. Thirty-seven percent of those that ever played in the NBA, Vince Carter played wow. against them. Yeah, twenty-two. See, isn't that crazy? Yeah, twenty-four percent of all NBA coaches—that's assistants and head coaches—either were coached by or played for Greg Popovich. He's one of the best. One of the best ever. So there mm-hmm. you have it. That that that'll do it for the uh, mm. index. So. We're taking you up to 11 o'clock. We're going to come back. And, uh, I know we got some time left still. We are going to get into the Hawks and uh, look ahead to the playoffs this weekend, of course. And um, can you please share that story? What happened now with uh, Steak and uh, Stetson Bennett? Because Steak's actually going to love it because oh, yeah. he's getting attention. So, pull it, I got it right here. So, it starts where Steak Shapiro, he tweeted, I, and this was, at, this was during his show, uh, The Steakhouse. Make sure you guys tune in, tune in 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., I mean. He said, Stetson Bennett needed someone to tell him to get off his damn phone during a parade and to show some graciousness and appreciation to the fans that were sitting in that stadium. You want to crush the media you think were mean to you, do it Do it at a press conference. And he put hashtag bad moments. So then Stetson gets word of this and tweets, Cell phone? I'm afraid I'm too old to understand the latest technology. <laughs> so then uh, Stetson replies to his own tweet and puts out this long um, thing. You, you can go read it if you want. I, don't, I won't bore the people with the, with the long message. 
Um, but at the end, he does put P.S. I don't like you very much, Mr. Steak and Shake Shapiro. But to be fair, I'm not a fan of your work either. Uh, Steak does does reply. He replies very graciously. He says, to be clear, number 13, could not be a bigger fan of you and what you've accomplished. I called you the greatest dog in history and the and one of the greatest sports stories of all time. Just thought Saturday could have been better. Regardless, wishing you nothing but the best moving forward. Well, that's good. And that happened today? That This happened all today. Stetson actually. So it happened after Steak's show. So I, yeah. I, I can't wait to hear Steak's uh, take on that tomorrow on so, the Steakhouse, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., by the way. So Stet, this, Stetson's replies actually happened very recently. The cell phone reply where he said, cell phone, I'm afraid I'm too old to understand the latest technology. He tweeted that an hour ago. And then just a little less than an hour ago, he tweeted the the full article thing where he said, uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of you, Mr. Steak and Shake. <laughs> Steak <laughs> That's getting dirty, man. Steak is loving every second of that. He's going to get so much mileage out of that tomorrow. Because Steak does love his attention, though. But he, he does a fine show, though. He and Sandra are the best. And Rusty and Drew Butler. I've gotten to work with uh, Drew Butler and Rusty and, of course, Sandra. I've never, I haven't gotten to work with Steak yet. He's the only guy at the station – I finally got to work with Carl like a month ago. I'd never worked with Carl. And the prior administration would never let me work with Mike Bell. I don't know what they thought would happen. Thought you got I mean, well, the, I have an They idea. thought the dump button would just be hit yeah. continuously. But see, that's, that's a lack of professional. <laughs> yes, it, what, it'd just be high energy and hilarious yeah. and thought-provoking. And that's and, what it was when you guys yes, were together. of course. It was great. I loved every you second of you guys me? together. Unbelievable. But, um, yeah, I've, I've yet to work with Stakes. I'm trying to uh, – Work my way on to an episode of the uh, Steak. I think it'll be a blast, though. Fastest two hours in radio. And look for Steak tomorrow. Talk about that. But, man, can you imagine one of the hottest, if not the hottest, name in college football right now? I mean, just replying to your tweet and tweeting at you? Like, that's, right. that's crazy. That's crazy. And Lane Kiffin <laughs> did it, too, I think. I, I can't remember what the context was. I remember I went to the Ole Miss-Georgia Tech game. It was, like, one of the saddest things I'd ever seen. I think, I think it was Jeff Collins' final game, by the way, when Ole Miss came here and just – curb stomp Georgia Tech and uh, Stake said something to draw the ire of Ole Miss Nation I can't remember what it was and Lane Kiffin retweeted it or something I don't know I have no idea but uh that's interesting maybe I should use social media more often I just don't I just don't I feel a certain way about it I, I just it's better that you don't get caught up in the cesspool that is Twitter it is a cesspool it's a cauldron of hate and yeah it's, it's terrible and I think probably Fifty-five percent of everything you see on Facebook is uh, bots, anyway. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, you know, and I don't care what twenty-six seventy-nine Stan has to say about me. You know, <laughs> I, I don't care. And Instagram is just people flexing at this point. That's they're, what it is. Yep, they're just flexing. Yeah. TikTok they're, actually has a little bit of substance. Oh, TikTok is hilarious. Yeah, it is. There's TikTok. The, I will give TikTok credit. There is a lot of creative, funny really stuff is. on there. Yep. Yep. But Instagram, too, when you have people falling down. or There was some guy that uh, tried to drink uh, sparkling water, you know, the carbonated version of water, I right. guess, drink the whole bottle without burping, and then somehow he just he was overwhelmed with gas and he made the most hilarious sound. you got to look it up because it sounds funny. It even <laughs> sounds funny. I'm going to have to send okay. it to you. We're going to play it when yeah. we get back. It just sounds funny. He ends up slapping his head on the wall and falling down. The sounds he makes when he's burping or trying not to vomit – it's uh, it's pretty hilarious. So, we're gonna come back and we'll deal with the uh, we'll deal with the Hawks. They have won three in a row. Hooray! And the crowd went wild. Yay! Hey, but it's a start though. I'm I'm rooting for them. Like I've always said, I'm not somebody that that's 
moved here to work on this radio station to rip the local teams. I was born and raised. I come by all of my opinions very honestly, want nothing but the best, but sometimes I get really frustrated with what I see as ineptitude. And, of course, I hold other things to a much higher standard than I do because I wallow in mediocrity and, and laziness and all the things and lethargy. All right, come back, talk Hawks. Trey Young traded? Huh? Is that going to happen? How likely? That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.